in the metaverse, you could have leagues going. There's the sports metaverse. Uh-huh. I talked to one of the founders of it. He worked at EA Sports. Yeah. Shout out to that episode. That's done oh. very well, by the way. It's interesting. Wait, so you talked to the founder of EA Sports? No, no, no. He was the CMO at EA Sports. That's still pretty cool. It's very cool. Wow, you're getting good guy. more important than I thought you were. Yeah, shit. Mm-hmm. You? I should hang out so more he's often. Left, so he's now working at the Sports Metaverse and they're working with a lot of former athletes. Right. And they're building a Sports Metaverse, like a football league mm-hmm. it's in the Metaverse. Yeah. Players are not real. They're fictional, mm-hmm. but they're groomed. You recruit them. They go to a specific college. You Did train you them. Groomed? Like, you know, that's a loaded... Term these days. Yeah, I guess it could be groomed. I'm not a groomer. Yeah. But go ahead. It could be. I don't know. All right. So these players are groomed. They're not real, fictional. They live in the metaverse. They go to a college. You get them. You hire a trainer. You have a workout facility. I'm sorry. They go to college. Do you get the report card? They might tell you their intellectual what? ability. It has been a while. It has been a You've while. You've missed me. So go ahead. <laughs> Kick this off. I get to go first? Of course you do. Why? Because, because we're in your office. Mm. And I'm just freeloading. And these aren't my chairs, though. I thought we agreed not to talk about That's that. Right. Because if that guy finds out. Yeah. He could own the show. That guy's going to, yeah. That sucks. It does suck. I'm so sorry. Thank God the show doesn't generate any revenue. Are you an actor? I was mm. wondering. I don't know. Am I? I don't know. Do I look like an actor? I no, get... not like you're acting right now. Like, do you act in community theater? No, I don't. Okay. I never liked the thespians. Okay. No, I mean, I got along with them, but I just always thought they were a weird bunch. Yeah. I mean, they are a weird bunch. And I'm thankful for them because they bring us great movies and entertainment. But I never could bring myself to be a theater guy. Okay. Just wasn't my thing. Yeah. Also, I was just way too self-conscious. Probably still am. Yeah. I probably need therapy. I don't think you are. I don't think that's what I would say. Explain Jared. Describe him. He's self-conscious. Describe Jared? Yeah. I don't think you I would wish be somebody that. could do that for me. Yeah. I'm discovering myself every 10 years. Yeah. Wow. Let that one ride. Yeah. Yeah. So what year are you on of the 10-year plan right now? Math's not my strong suit. Don't know. <laughs> so. Somewhere in there. Is it at the end? Look, man, Beginning? I'm here. 44 okay. years of age. Mm. It just kind of happens like clockwork. Yeah. Although I am going about two years past my normal cycle, which might might be the reason for my discontent in okay. life in general. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. What's ailing you? What does that mean? No. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Ask Chad GPT real quick. It's down. I can't. Oh, of course it's down. Yeah. Everybody's using it. Yeah. We're all just a bunch of suckers training that thing to get right? smarter and smarter. I was thinking about where does Chat GPT, like where's their money? What do they get? Well, I mean... I don't know. Just building the machine. Well, think about this, right? I don't know if I want to say any of this just because fairly ignorant. But you know what? Ignorance is kind of a... Uh, it's a key. It's a staple in this yeah, show. Yeah. People don't think that way. People, they, yeah. yeah, they're like assuming that. People we aren't know. expecting me to have done my homework. I mean, I know there's... Out of context, certain, they do. Yes. Right, yeah. No, I mean, on certain things. Sure. I mean, after all, I should know about this, right? I'm a futurist. That's what I'm supposed to do. Okay. But on certain things, I haven't dove deep enough. Okay. But with ChatGPT, how do they make money? I guess you could ask ChatGPT that question, but sadly, it's down. <laughs> I mean, really, I think it's you're training the system. OpenAI owns ChatGPT, or ChatGPT is a function of OpenAI. I think you get it built up to a certain point. This is essentially in beta testing. 
Yeah. And it's just building, building, building. So that when they launched GPT-4 and the iterations after, this is something that, I mean, you said Microsoft invested billions into this. So the money-making tools, when this becomes, it becomes the engine for every AI-assisted content generator, search engine, whatever it might be, it, it basically becomes the backbone. Wow. That's how I think it makes money. So if Microsoft, let's say since Microsoft, I think they're the majority investor in this, if they own this thing outright, then every other company either has to try and create their own, which Google says they're trying to create their own. Oh, they are. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to have competing. Baird or something. Bard. It's a lot like... Uh, Being ignorant again. Remember the uh, Netscape? Oh, yeah. Netscape, America Online. All of those were competing for this new space. So ChatGPT3, ChatGPT in general, I think that this is similar to Netscape or AOL. Okay. Yeah. Well, I asked it. So it's up. Oh, great. What did it say? Just to see that. Yeah. Well, first of all, chat GPT. Did I see that correctly? It says as an AI apologist? <laughs> no, as an AI language model. Oh, okay. That was pretty good, though. If you pick that up, like I've you just grab words. I could see that. Yes. Good for you. Okay. High well, situational words. We're going to move past my purposes to assist users in generating human-like text, whatever. Open AI generates revenue by offering its AI services and technology to various industries, including healthcare, finance, and retail. Additionally, Open AI has partnerships with companies that use it's AI technology to create products and services. OpenAI also receives funding from investors and sponsors to support its research and development efforts. Yeah. So there's all sorts of money behind the yeah, scenes. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously yeah. money goes into And then it. this thing is just like the bigger thing. But you could say like ChatGPT, this in and of itself for a user, like end user, mm-hmm. isn't... Yeah, it could. It could all of a sudden monetize it and say $5 per month, whatever. Sure. There's something way bigger that they're dealing with. Like our podcast, right? This isn't the revenue generator, but no, it's the brains behind the operation. I mean, this is the gold. Yeah. You know, this is gold. Yeah. It's like digital currency in the metaverse. It's absolutely worthless mm. in real life. Yeah. No, no, I take that back. This podcast is very valuable in real life and worthless in the... No, you know what? No, it's valuable in the metaverse too. Yeah. I'm starting to think yeah. about it. This podcast should be a currency unto itself. Mm. Could be. Somcoin. We, some, I was going to say, Somcoin. use the word coin in there and you got it. Why not? Yeah. Somcoin. Somcoin. All right. Done. We're making it. Yeah. Just like we said, we'd be up on OnlyFans, which we haven't. We haven't. Yeah. A lot of things going on. Yeah. yeah that's true. I, yeah, it's, uh, we do have to feed our families. Well, the whole thing we're talking about. Yeah. No, on that geez. note, we have to feed our families. So if you'd like to donate $5 a month, mm-hmm. you can join our premium subscriber list. It does not exist yet, <laughs> but it will now. Yeah. Just like our real estate on OnlyFans. Is that like buy me a cup of coffee type stuff? No, man. It's like send five bucks a month because you love us and you want us to feed our families. Okay. You care about our legacy. That's what it's about. That's what premium subscriptions are about. Yeah. Do you care about my legacy and about Eric's legacy? It's a hypothetical question because I know you do. <laughs> okay. So just give five bucks. Yeah. Simple. Empower the podcast. If you want to do 10 because one of your friends is cheap, throw 10. Okay. You know what we'll do? You could give more. As you a result of someone. Yeah. You could. We could do like just subscriber content, exclusive, or we could make yes. the content longer. So the hour to get the full episode. No. <laughs> Premium subscribers get to join us in the actual metaverse. Okay. And we're not even doing a show. We're just hanging out. Yeah. Clearly, we could talk about nothing for hours. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be a part of that conversation? Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I want to be part of that. You would be. Yeah. By default. <laughs> well, that's right. I mean, I, this I is our podcast. Here. God, do I have to pay? 
Well, now that you mention it, you should. It should. The first two subscribers should be us. It should be. Yeah. So we the should. next two subscribers are just literally covering our costs. Well, not only is that setting a good example, yes. it's creating a good tax incentive for us to pay mm. ourselves to subscribe to our own show. We can yeah. write it off. Oh, now like you're going to talk about money to the metaverse and how's the IRS going to deal with that? Good luck with that Well, one. you create an IRS office in the metaverse. Okay. Do it just like every other dumbass company out there putting up stupid marketing promotions. In the metaverse? Yes. They're putting marketing promotions in the metaverse right now. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, you know, before we jumped on this, yeah, we were talking about some of the, uh, and these are ridiculous. All right, listen, and this is coming from somebody who's not just a curmudgeon, like, technology. I'm a fucking futurist, man. I look at this stuff all the time. Sure. This is one thing that drives me nuts about my field, is the over-optimism of technology's role in the future of humanity. Yeah. Predictions, long-term predictions in particular, fail way more often than they hit the mark. Short-term predictions, that's easy. Yeah. Anybody can make a short-term prediction, especially within a 90, how do you say 360 days? 360 days is probably the longest before your predictions start to what would off. a prediction be in that as it relates to, say, ChatGPT or the metaverse? Well, there's a lot of talk about ChatGPT, so we'll talk about that one first, right? ChatGPT, there's all this concern that eventually, as we continue to train this thing, that it's going to become sentient, as we talked about last right. time. It's a great word. It really is a great word. Yeah. It's going to become sentient. And that it's, the concern is that it just gets so good that we can't decide if this is human or if this is a machine. My argument on that is we're already there. That's not just about ChatGPT. I mean, we've had bots forever. I mean, not literally forever. Most people aren't paying attention. They're not savvy enough to understand the difference between the two because mm. it's not being pointed out to them. ChatGPT, for example, the big concern about this thing, we are training it to become sentient. I think that's a big stretch because the one thing that it can't do right now is come up with unique ideas on its own. We have to always remember that what backs up ChatGPT or any AI system is human data. That's why ChatGPT is brilliant. Because everybody's out there testing it, giving it a thumbs up, thumbs down. This did a good job. This did a bad job. Right. We're essentially training a machine. We're spending our time and energy doing that so that companies can profit off of that. So we're giving our data away freely so that that machine can get smarter. Mm -hmm. And then everybody's freaked out about, oh, it's going to replace journalism or whatnot. Hey, if we're being honest, journalism probably needs to be replaced because there's just a lot of shitty journalists out there that aren't even doing journalism. Right. Right. So maybe this helps to raise the bar. Mm -hmm. Well, people are worried that if I put enough content out on the internet, yeah. that chat GPT could basically become me, but become the better version of me. I would say, but then you can change what your opinions are on things, right? Like you can go in a different direction. Sure. You'll have more experience by the time that happens that you can... Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Again, we talked about this before. A model like chat GPT, I think works, becomes especially valuable. Mm for people who are trying to create an assistant that can boost their unique voice. Now, underlying assumptions. We always have to ask, what are the underlying assumptions we're making when we're considering long-term predictions or considering the future of a certain technology? The underlying assumption that we're making with ChatGPT and its potential role in the future is that content is still going to have the same social value that it does now. That's assumption number one. Yeah. Right? But when you're living in an age of overwhelm and the overload of everything being blasted at you, how sustainable is that model? Mm. Facebook saw recently drop for the first time in active daily users last year. Yeah. I mean, that's good on Facebook for having such a good run. 
But I think they went from $1.93 billion down to $1.92 billion. Yeah, wow. How did Mark take that? <laughs> Mark's kind of pushed everything to the metaverse. Yeah. I think it's, you know, <laughs> He's like, okay, he didn't even get the memo. Mark has He's digital busy. diarrhea right now. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Digital dysentery. I was coming up with all these great little ideas. You know, yeah, in the metaverse, you can take a cruise. And then digital dysentery breaks out. I mean, you can create all kinds of fun scenarios. Wow. Do you even know what dysentery is? I'm like thinking how you're using that now. Mass diarrhea. Okay. Yeah, food poisoning. That's yeah, the old joke. With, how would you get that? That probably only happened once or twice. Okay. Well, because it's all you can eat food. You've never heard these things about? No, but in the metaverse. Like, <laughs> why does Coca-Cola create a yeah. whole new fucking flavor? Yeah. You can't taste it in the metaverse. No. And McCormick's got their own house of flavor. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Would you buy their product and would you take it with you into the real world? Is that what they're saying? There's, I mean, I think that's part of their... Okay. So again, so when you think of metaverse... Because I can understand music, like listening to a song sure. that I can only get there and Spotify's got their playlist that's there and then... That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Or if there's a certain, like art. So anything that's visual or audio makes sense. Yeah. But anything that requires to physically hold right. or to wear, for right. instance, anything that requires... Like they can get... Okay, let's say I want to go to the Pacific Northwest. Okay. And I want to sit on the beach. And look and for And I want to feel cold. Oh, yeah, maybe, too. Right? Yeah. You want to look out. You want to hear the waves. You mm -hmm. want to feel the wind. Yeah. I don't know if you feel the wind, but maybe there's ways they can do that. Okay, so there's some interesting things in VR. Because again, the brain doesn't... Yeah, that's VR. Well, but VR is the metaverse. Partly, yeah. I guess it is. So, now the brain does tell the difference if you're in one of these cartoon worlds like the metaverse, which is fairly ridiculous. But if yeah. you're using 3D... VR. Okay. So the difference between that is, you know, 2D is just like you're in VR and you're looking at a two-dimensional screen all the way around you. 3D is where there's depth of field, mm. right? Somebody comes closer, you can see shadows behind. It just, it feels more real. Your brain can't tell the difference. Can't tell the difference between reality and virtual reality. Now, you intellectually know that there's a difference, but your brain is still going to react. If somebody throws a ball at you in virtual right. reality, you're going to duck. Yeah. Just on instinct. Yeah. You're not going to go, well, that's not a real ball, so I'm going to stand here and get hit in the face. No, right. you're going to duck. Yeah. I remember seeing something about a test that was run or some new, and again, I'm going to mess this up, but it was like in a gourmet kitchen. People were able to, their brain was able to smell the food. Oh, wow. Right? Because they were seeing it, right? So your brain creates connections that give signals to the next, hey, you know, when you see a bowl of soup, let's say chicken soup, whatever, chicken soup, because of experiential knowledge, your brain already anticipates what that's going to smell like. It's why sometimes if you go in and you see a bowl of soup, you are expecting it to smell a certain way. If it then smells like dysentery, mm. Mm, like that, like I I'm that full yeah, circle, yeah, right? It's going to throw you off completely. Your brain's going to get scattered for a minute. But because of experiential knowledge, you go in, you can smell it because your brain's like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to smell. So it starts to mimic that signal. Okay. Now, if you're going in and trying a new food in virtual reality that your brain has no experiential knowledge of, that's a different story. Yeah. That's taking it to a different level. Yeah, because you, you have no frame of reference. Yeah. So success in virtual reality right now requires a historical frame of reference in the real world. Yeah. Without that... Yeah, you get lost on it. Yeah. Okay. They can't explain this Coca-Cola flavor thing. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. It looks cool. Bite, limited edition, zero sugar. Oh, thank so God. We're going to be stupid here because there's probably a really easy answer as to what's happening. But have you done a lot of work with Fortune 500 companies, publicly traded companies that just get an influx of cash? Yeah. So that's what they're doing. It's not a lot of smart decisions. 
they may dabble in something mm -hmm. like they were probably all sitting around going, like, hey guys, I got a great idea. Why don't we come up with a new flavor? Well, they say, what do you think pixels taste like? Reply with your most creative guesses. So fucking dumb. Like, who has time for that? <sighs> Apparently we do because we're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand how. Oh. Okay, yeah. so like Fortnite. You buy yeah. skin, you sure. buy clothes, you buy a hat. Like, that all makes then you sense. Yeah, There's absolutely. utilitarian value because the gaming, I mean, yeah. gosh, man, gaming just keeps going up and up. $2.8 billion in revenue. Oh, man. Yeah, that's nuts. Is that what was spent on professional gamers or? I don't know. Yeah. I could look that up. We could, but let's not. Yeah. Let's just stay ignorant to that one. That's okay. There's, because like, I don't know if you mentioned, I heard it, Roblox, Fortnite, yeah. Minecraft. Mm -hmm. In some way, it's a version of a, meta. now it's, metaverse should be all encompassing unless there's going to be multiple metaverses. So I think like yeah. the idea would be that transportability, whatever that word is, where you can take your skin from Fortnite over to Roblox yeah. and it stays with you. Like, and yeah. then you just like move, but then you need agreements on both sides. Correct. And the coders really need to get together to figure out, okay, how are we going to get that skin yeah. over here? And if yeah. you die in Fortnite, can you still use it again? Right. What's it called when you come back? My daughter would be laughing at me, just such a boomer. You got reconstituted. Yeah. 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 That's how it works. That is. Well, so that's a really good point because that is a problem right now in the metaverse. Yeah. Is, and I'll tell you the biggest, the biggest roadblock for a lot of these cross-platform integrations is Apple. Apple functions is built into their ethos that they want a closed or walled garden ecosystem. That's what they want. Yeah. They want a walled garden where everything functions in the Apple ecosystem. Yeah. And they'll start to play nice with certain things because if, for example, Google, they have to play nice with Google. They don't always, but they have to. Yeah. Mainly because so many users are on Google Yeah. for work, for whatever it might be. And let's just face it, Apple's work platform is dog shit. I mean, Google gives you free cloud space if you have a G Suite account, oh, like man. a whole lot where Apple still is going to, you know, hey, $2.99 a month for 200 gigs. Yeah. What world are you living in? Yeah. Right or nine ninety nine a month for a terabyte. I'm like, yeah, yeah I've got multiple terabytes in yeah. Google, so and I don't even use all that space. Interoperability, sorry. Yeah, that's, no, the that's word. right. Yeah. yeah, there yeah. has to be. Yeah, but Apple, you know, again, because that's part of their branding. You know, we're the safest. We're not susceptible to viruses. Right. All of which is true to a degree, but you know, they definitely have had viruses. You know, I mean, we've had the emergency updates. Yeah, but with Apple, you talk about the App Store. Yeah, right. So they, what do they keep? 30%. Yeah. People get really upset about it. Right. And I get it. No. At the same time, if that Apple store did not exist, mm -hmm. the app store did not exist, who are you selling your app to? No one's buying it. At least for a long time. It's even still like what that is the number one place people go to. Oh, I absolutely. know you can go to the Google store. It's like not even close to what no, the app store even. has done. No. So it's like, okay, great. You created this product. You sold millions of dollars worth of your app, whatever mm -hmm. it does. And you had to give someone 30% because well, they built the infrastructure to even have you in the first place. I get it. It's yeah. a lot, but 100% of zero is still zero. Correct. That's good. Good that math. That is good. Yeah. Very good math. It's really good. I've been yeah. working on that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I haven't built an app and put it up on the app store, I don't really have a... Not angry? That I'm doesn't like give you like, yeah. No, man. Plenty of other things to be angry okay. about. Just kidding. I try Twitter. Not Twitter blue comes out, you know, Elon. Uh -huh. So you can buy the blue check mark. Yeah. I had to buy the blue check mark. I'm so glad you it did. Is. I did. I'm never on Twitter, so okay. I haven't. I love Twitter. Anyway. I know you do. I do and I, I mean, don't. maybe it's going to be better. I learn about UFOs. We'll get to that. Oh, yes, yes. we will. I'm yeah. so excited. At some point, we're going to get to Bigfoot, too. That is my jam. Yeah. Big time. Oh, there's definite. 
There's oh. stormtroopers on the road the other day when they shot something down and there's like a video of the guy driving down the road and they show the spacecraft that got shot down and they show just two random stormtroopers <laughs> on, the on like a snowy gray day. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, man. That's but great. What was I talking about? You were talking about UFOs. But before that, you were talking about, oh, we're talking about the App Store. Yeah. Talking about, you know. Yeah. You get it. You, you're basically coming around saying, I get it. I get what? <laughs> You tell me, man. Yeah. You said you got it. I did, but there was something in the middle there, but that's okay. That's so bad. Yeah. That's well, okay. I mean, you know, I don't know about you, but those mushrooms we took just a little while ago had I definitely guess. kicked in. I guess they hit. Yeah. yeah. I'm feeling really good. You've been to Party City lately? I have not. That's crazy. Should we go together? We should go. We okay. should film our next episode at Party City. I think that's a great idea. It is the opposite of Party City. I mean, it's a bummer. And they went, no surprise, but they filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. It's dark. Mm-hmm. I think there's dead bodies in there. Shut it's, up. Yeah. No way. There's like no music playing. It's quiet. Mm. It's, it's weird. Ma, it's sad. We ask in our family, like, where would you rather go? Walgreens or Party City? Walgreens. Oh, wow. Okay. Absolutely. Why? Fluorescent lighting. Yeah. 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 It makes you dizzy when you get in that fluorescent oh, light. Yeah. I'm yeah. always, I get so high going to Walgreens. <laughs> oh, they're pumping oxygen in there, fluorescent lighting. I'm you walking in. Like, Sickness, get COVID, get the flu. No. Get yeah. the flu shot. Could. Yep. Could. Good. That didn't work this year. Or did For me, it? it did. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's the 10,000 I use of vitamin D that I take every single day. See? That keeps me... No, 10,000 is a lot. No, I said... <laughs> just going. Yeah, like I, that. That's a boomer joke. That was funny. 10,000 is a lot. It is a lot. Listen, that could be tox toxicity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I should, probably should have taken my vitamin D this morning. I probably would have remembered what I was getting at until do I got down the path vitamin D? of UFOs, which wasn't what I wanted to go to. Yeah. That's bothersome. Don't be bothered. Yeah. You're older than me. Well, it's 23 minutes into this episode. It's so good. And we were talking about predictions and we derailed Twitter blue. Twitter I got blue. it. Boom. See? See, that's why it's I take just, notes. Yeah. People get mad. That's why you take notes. Yeah. I take notes up here. That's mm. why I forget them all the time. Yeah. Write that shit down. Okay. Anyway. Hold on. Got it. I okay. wrote it down. You got it. You wrote it down. So if you sign up for Twitter blue yeah. on your iPhone, uh -huh. Cost eleven dollars because they know Apple's taking about three dollars of that. Right. If you go online on just through Twitter, it's eight dollars. Yeah. So that's the way around it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're basically being given a choice as a consumer. Yeah. Do I go with convenience because there's no extra security protocol for doing it through the App Store, or do I just want to go to Twitter? Very rarely are you on Twitter on your computer, right? So right. Save three bucks, but it's not three bucks. Can you buy thirty six dollars a year? Can you purchase Twitter Blue from the Twitter app itself? Yeah, but it's through the app store somehow. Oh, yeah, because it's kind of where you downloaded it, so it's connected. Gotcha. So they charge you eleven dollars, and but they tell you, yeah, they tell you if you, you read it. Of course, go on here and spend less money because we don't care. We get the same amount of money no matter what. Right? Yeah. No, I've seen that for other apps too. It says, "Hey, go to the website." Yeah, it's cheaper. They're basically trying to incentivize you to go there. So brilliantly then, app developers are, you know, just a second ago I said, I don't really care because I don't have a dog in that fight. Well, app developers, from what you're telling me then, sounds like they are bringing you into that fight yeah. because they're now kicking it out to you and saying, look, we're going to give you a choice. Yeah. So the reason why it's good to purchase through the app store is convenience. But if you want to pay 2 or $3 extra a month for two seconds of time saved, Right. It's not a lot. It's not that much. But if you don't remember your password and you can't log in on your computer, right? That is frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. You should have an app. Or if for you that. can't remember if you use so Google for that. or Facebook or LinkedIn, which or is also SSO. connected through 
Right. App Store. Yeah. Apple pretty much owns it. Of course they do. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. So you can get pissy at Apple, I guess is the point. Yeah. Or you can do something about it. Or you can just be grateful. Yeah. Well, I mean, at a certain point, again, it always comes down to this. Convenience over cost or vice versa. At a certain point, you're just saying, you know what? Fuck it. I don't have half a day to figure this out. Yeah. I'll pay $3 more. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. God, it took you half a day to figure that out. But I get it. I yeah. get it. Sometimes things are easy. It's like Scott talks about it. He's so good at tech. Oh, that was easy. It's a, uh, Scott, it's easy for you. Right. It would take someone else throwing their computer out the window to figure out what took you three minutes. I don't think throwing your computer out the window is going to help you figure anything out. No, but people get mad. Right. Did you see the Super Bowl? I mean, there's this video going viral. I don't think any of this shit's true, but let's say it is. The Eagles lose the Super Bowl and they're watching the last field goal come mm-hmm. in and you see the guy just start banging on his TV and then he starts fighting his friends and he takes the TV and throws it on the ground. Why don't you think that's real? Because that is very much human It behavior. does happen, but to have all that videotaped... Oh, that's true. But it did look real because his friends were trying to like, dude, chill out, man. Mm-hmm. And then he's fighting his friends. So yeah. that's tough. That speaks to the human condition. Yeah, that's a problem. That is a problem. Yeah. The kick was going to go in. I mean, it's Super Bowl. Like, yeah. it's a short kick. I mean, there's always a chance. Right down the middle. It. There is a chance. Bad yeah. snap. The Browns, Bills, they probably would have fucked that up somehow. Oh, the Browns definitely would have. Yeah. Because that's, if they got it right, nobody would believe that was the Browns. They would yeah. believe that the Kansas City Chiefs dressed up in Browns uniforms, went out there. Yeah. And did it for them. And did it for them. Unless they did it in the metaverse. In the metaverse, you could have leagues going. There's the sports metaverse. Uh-huh. I talked to one of the founders of it. He worked at EA Sports. Yeah. Shout out to that episode. That's done oh. very well, by the way. It's interesting. Wait, so you talked to the founder of EA Sports? No, no, no. He was the CMO at EA Sports. That's still pretty cool. It's very cool. Wow, you're getting, a good guy. You're more important than I thought you were. Yeah, shit. Mm-hmm. Like you. I should hang out so more he's often. Left, so he's now working at the sports metaverse, and they're working with a lot of former athletes. Right. And they're building a sports metaverse, like a football league mm-hmm. it's in the metaverse. Yeah. Players are not real. They're fictional, mm-hmm. but they're groomed. You recruit them. They go to a specific college. You Did train you them. Groomed? Like, you know, that's a loaded term these days. Yeah, I guess it could be groomed. I'm not a groomer. Yeah. But go ahead. It could be. I don't know. All right. So these players are groomed. They're not real. Fictional. They live in the metaverse. They go to a college. You get them. You hire a trainer. You have a workout facility. I'm sorry. They go to college. Do you get the report card? They might tell you their intellectual what? ability. <laughs> you're not, you're no, like they're graduated and then you draft. Oh, no, no. Wait, wait, pause. You open up packs. Stop. I know where okay. you're going with okay. this, but I just want to. I'm just saying, because the Browns should probably consider going that route. Maybe they'll have a chance to win. Maybe Deshaun Watson can get digital massages. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. why not? Yeah. Where he's in a different game, <laughs> he left our universe and went to another. Right. <laughs> oh, wait. He's in Korea. He's like, Maybe Deshaun, <laughs> Deshaun gets a, he gets a redo. Yeah. And so like, you know, you could almost set up tempting situations. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. This is fucked up. Yeah. So it's like Beetlejuice, right? Like when you're in. Yeah. Okay. So, oh man. Oh, dude. Stuff. Hold on. Okay. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. Yeah. This is all copywritten now. We're going to copyright this. Sorry. Yeah. I'm going to start crying. What's it called? Simwin Sports. Sorry. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, here's how this goes down. <laughs> Chat GPT. Yeah. Chat GPT does well because it can predict a succession of words that make sense yep. based on all the data it has. Now we take famous people. Let's say we'll just pick on Deshaun Watson, right? Yeah. Now again, as a Browns fan, I you know feel somewhat entitled to do that, which is based on zero logic whatsoever. But we have enough 
data on Deshaun Watson from his social media, from his tweets, from his behavior, from everything else, from his gameplay, all that type of stuff that you can create a predictive model of how he is going to behave in certain situations. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fun yeah. tracking. Yeah. So in this metaverse, basically, you get to, and you would have to buy in, right? Like, hey, if you're a Browns fan or whatnot, it's called Redo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So Deshaun Watson's character's in there. He has zero agency over this character, by the way. Right, he signed all that stuff away. I'm sure to some degree, just like with the NCAA guys go and play sports there. Yeah. So anyway, here's what ends up happening. So you got like crowdsourced people are there. Deshaun Watson's character is in, <laughs> and maybe Deshaun's got a little bit of. Okay, we got to figure this out. I'm coming up with this on the fly. Okay, got it. Okay. You start putting digital temptations in his way, <laughs> and it's not like Deshaun in real life is going. Yeah, I totally want to get that digital massage right now. <laughs> but his avatar that's in there. Yeah. Like ChatGPT, it's going to do predictive behaviors. Yeah. So the game now becomes those who are trying to help him make good decisions and those who are trying to get him to fuck up even worse in the digital world. The game now becomes all these people on one side or the other are like either putting roadblocks to him making a bad choice, like he's on his way to the hotel room. Yeah. He's like, cool, I'm going to get a (laughs) massage. I just got done. Boom. And then all of a sudden you get an alert on your phone like, holy shit, the Sean Watson headed to the hotel in the metaverse. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. Hold on. I got to get out of here. And you go in there. It's like, oh, okay. Then you and like a bunch of your, your friends are like, oh, right, we got to stop this from happening. Quick. Uh, what's a good diversion? What's a good diversion? And then you bring like, you know, I don't know, like an escaped zoo animal or something somehow makes the hotel have to shut down. I don't know. I'm just going to come up. Oh, a bomb threat to the hotel and the metaverse. Oh, fuck. Whew, that was close. Deshaun almost got a massage and we know how that's going to go. <laughs> right? But we stopped that because we created a fake bomb threat. Yeah. And then that's going to have repercussions. Mm. So I came to this podcast today thinking I'm going to just have fun ripping apart all the stupidity in the metaverse because it's in its first iteration. But now all of a sudden I'm thinking, holy shit. Opportunity. Big time. Yeah. We cannot air this episode because mm. this is great. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about this idea. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Sounds like a lot like the real world until you know oh, the bomb threat even. Fuck yeah. And that's what these football players. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just telling you, look, he doesn't know he's missing by not conversing with me. Well, maybe that's next level. It's like, yeah. I guess it's considered level. in a way fantasy sports. Right. And it's not Deshaun. It would be somebody else. But I guess you could... For every Deshaun, there's, there could be a hundred of those individuals in Simwin sports. Okay, so exactly. Fantasy sports is still using, is using actual data, mm-hmm. right? And then obviously you're watching in real life what's happening. So that's... Yeah. But in the metaverse, the sport is not the game. The sport is the player. Yeah. Fuck, that's good. Well, that's the Sims, right? Sure. I never played it. But Me neither. I know a lot of people who like were addicted to that game, loved that game, but it was based on I don't know. Not real shit. I don't know. I guess we we don't know, but yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, do you not think that this idea that I've got here, like the nuance that you'd have to get into, Mm. I mean, that would create a lot of engagement. Oh shit, Deshaun's on the way to doing this. And that individual player could be sponsored by Coke and the new Coke beverage. Yeah. They could take sips of it. Yeah. I just want to know how it tastes. See, now if you can taste it in real life. It's bothering. Well, I don't know. That's bothering us. Well, the fact that they're saying, what does a pixel taste like? All I can think of is there's just a bunch of dipshits at Coca-Cola <laughs> sitting around a table. You're like, ah, hey guys, um, we got to come up with something cool and something kind of edgy. And it clearly they have no understanding of the metaverse. Or they just think, well, this will be fun. We've got a bunch of extra cash. Let's throw it in the metaverse. Assumption number one, there's enough of your audience in the metaverse to give a shit about some new flavor. Yeah. I mean, they say you can soon taste it. I think they're going to be selling this stuff in the store. Yeah, no, if they sell it in the store, great. 
something else I was reading about was, you know, apparently Chipotle had a burrito rolling contest and Roblox in the metaverse. And then there was a Roblox or a user-inspired burrito <laughs> that was for a limited time sale in real life. Like the metaverse value right now in its current iteration, again, this 1.0, from everything that I understand about it, the value of it has to transfer into the real world. Unless yeah. you're buying digital it assets is. that can be used for, you know. There it is. They have a can. So people bought it. There's the drink. They don't like it. They say that it bites. It's not. Oh, yeah. God. That is so, that's from that's The Verge. Such a, yeah. such a dad joke. We know those real well. Is it possible the Coke is trying to taste like Red Bull or Monster? I think it's Red Bull. OMG. So it's like, this is confusing for people. Don't they own Red Bull? I don't know. Find Look out. at that. Who owns Red Bull? It'll say Red Bull. You know, Red Bull is one of the originators of concept marketing. Yeah. It's pretty wild. No, it's owned by Red Bull. Okay. Uh, hold on. Third most popular or most valuable soft drink behind Coke and Pepsi. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. You remember in college, the Red Bull cars, and it was always like two mm. hot girls, right? Like, oh, you know, hey, you guys yeah. want some free Red Bull? I was like, yeah. I always knew back then. I was like, brilliant marketing. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to be doing. I know. Saviors of the Metaverse. We need to yeah. have a Saviors of the Metaverse car riding yeah. around. Yeah. We'll go to Plaza Midwood. I, I don't think we could have the girls only because we would just come off as creeps. Yeah. Not from a market standpoint, but actually approaching them. Or how do you advertise that without looking like creeps? Yeah. I think we'd be creeps. No, that wouldn't be our tent. What's that conference in San Diego every year? Comic-Con? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if those are people. I mean, because that's not us, but like... I've seen them in Chicago. Yeah. I've not attended one. Okay. But I have seen them in Chicago. And it looked like fun. Yeah. Probably a lot of thespians in high school. Mm. You do know what a thespian is, right? Mm -hmm. Theater. Okay. Were you in theater? I mean, I was in some productions, but like you had to be at Were them. you enthusiastic? Mm. I had some good roles. Yeah. Yeah. Do tell. Wells Fargo. What was that called? What would that have been? Hold Wells up. Fargo. Yeah. Oh, no, hold on. The Wells <laughs> Fargo wagon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here's some shitty plays, but I want to hear it. Now I'm intrigued. Is this something normal or is this something I'm that you're drawing a blank on? No, no, no. This was like you had to be in a product. Like if you're in school, right. they put you in a production. So at your school, they thought this is a good idea yeah. to do a play on the Wells Fargo, on the early origins of Wells Fargo. It wasn't like the depth and the venture no, out no, west. No. I think that was just our role. I'm trying to think of it was like a standard fairy tale type play. And I can't think of was it Cinderella, maybe? Were you Cinderella? <laughs> I was not. I was not. Cool. Okay. They were not that progressive at that point. Mm. Today, I probably could get the role. You'd probably be given the role even if you didn't want it just <laughs> to meet a certain, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Could do that. Thespian. Yeah. That word's aggressive. Like, why does it have to be thespian? Because that's like very old origins. Origin story. Isn't it funny how you can say that word's aggressive? <laughs> like, why do you have to say thespian? Because that's what it is. Okay. I mean, what else do you want me to say? Theater kids? Well, yeah. Well, that almost just sounds sarcastic, like belittling. Whereas theater kids would call themselves thespians. Theater person. Person and kids. Uh, kids has no gender to it. Uh, no, that's right. I agree. Well, it doesn't have to be. It's ageist. Well, it's ageist. Right. That's what I was saying. Yeah, but it's accurate. <laughs> okay. That's what you say. I mean, that makes my head hurt. Thespies astounded audiences by leaping onto the back of a wooden cart and reciting poetry as if he was the character whose lines he was reading. Jeez. Yeah. That was in 534 or 535 BC. They can't decide what you like. What? Well, I'd like to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. Because one year back then, I mean, for some people, that was a lifespan. Latin, 
from the name of the ancient Greek actor Thespis, sixth hmm. century BCE. That's See? pretty amazing. So yeah, so it's not really aggressive. It's kind of an honorable title when you look at its origins. Yeah. So when you like like your LinkedIn profile say I'm a thespian, I'm not a thespian. No. <laughs> if you were, no. I don't think anybody's going to identify that way as an adult. Yeah. Like they're going to be saying, oh, I'm an actor. Even now, they'll say I'm an actor. Exactly. But when you go back to high school, do you remember the Thespian Club? No. I don't know if I remember that either. <laughs> now that I think about it. Yeah. I always thought it was funny. Just Thespians. Yeah. It just, yeah. It just says a lot. I don't know, man. Yeah. See any UFOs? Did you see the balloon outside in Charlotte? No, I didn't. It was shot down on, over Holden Beach where we go over summer. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. People were pretty excited. What do you think about all was this Was it stuff? a missile? I think they shot it down. I mean, I don't know. They need a fucking missile. Just shoot it down with a gun. How much does a missile cost? Oh, man. Like one bullet. There's no such thing as one bullet from a jet. I, okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. Think about it. You've seen Top Gun, right? There's an F-22, right? Yeah. I heard someone say they don't just scramble F-22s for no reason. No. Or the F-35. That's a great looking plane. Way too expensive. That's why F-35. I don't make it. The F-35 is badass. It's a stealth fighter. But I thought F-22 is pretty new. No, it is. Very new. Yeah, that's where all the money went. I mean, okay. so the F-35 is just way too expensive and it had all kinds of mechanical problems and they just discontinued it. They still have them in circulation. But Lockheed Martin F-35 Lightning too. Hmm. It's a badass looking plane. Yeah. It looks like we're using extraterrestrial technology. Look at it. Look at it. Look at what? The F-35. The F-35. Yeah. I mean, it's gorgeous. That's a good looking plane, isn't it? Yeah. Now look at the new F-22. That's pretty cool right there. Mm -hmm. You'd hate to see one of those things come up behind you in traffic, wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on. Game over. Like, whoa, no yeah. road rage here. Yeah. None. Mm -hmm. Why would it be in traffic though? Like driving down the road? Why not? The Raptor. So, okay, they scramble mm -hmm. some F-22s. Correct. How many were up? What we're hearing is there's been four objects total shot down. No, how many fighter jets are they sending up? I'm not sure. Like this? So they were circling it, right? To see what's going on here. Right. Shoot it down. Correct. Go hit the ocean floor. I don't know how deep it was. It couldn't have been that deep because they got it. Well, that's why they shot it off the coast of... Right. They didn't want it to yeah. land on a house. Because it was like a 30 to 40 foot depth. Like yeah. that, you know, where they shot it, they knew this would... Do you agree with that decision to wait until it was out of harm's way? Or do you sure. like... Why not? Shoot it down. Yeah. To act as though this is some new phenomenon is crazy. Okay. It's not new. What's not new? The fact that there's balloons in there? Man, we spy on everybody all the time and everybody spies on us. Okay. It's normal. So why? I can answer this question, but you answer Go it. because you're No, no I, I, want hear your, I want to hear your answer. Ask the question, I want you to answer it. Some people see it. You got social media. It's instantaneous. That's partly it, right? Like freak out, politics, state of the world. Well, you know how they discovered it first. COVID. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, COVID. That's why. <laughs> you know how they discovered it first. Yeah. Some dude in Montana discovered it. And then also the, I think the FAA started to notice it as well. It was in the airspace that could be dangerous. That was easy. That's like a balloon. That's a spy balloon. Right. We know it's from China somehow. Yeah. I mean, China that first admitted one, it. Yeah. But the other three have not been claimed I'm by China. I'm just thinking like, text your boy in China and being like, is this yours? <laughs> yeah. And they say, yeah, what are you gonna do about it? Well, there's all kinds of speculation. Because I guess you can't just call up your boy in China and ask that question. Well, the funny thing is Anthony Blinken was actually scheduled to, I think, you know, a few days later, he was scheduled to actually go to China. Yeah. And then, of course, he canceled that trip. Yeah. Because of the spy balloon. Jeez. What are they getting? What data do they want? Oh, well, I mean... What I traffic's what like? <laughs> no. Looking to see if there's missiles planted somewhere? So I've heard one interesting theory, which makes a lot more sense to me, and that is that 
China has ramped up their intercontinental ballistic missile production. They've just ramped it up. That's one thing China's really good at is they can ramp things up quick. Like when COVID first broke out, within a week, they had built a 10,000-bed hospital. Within a week. They're really good at doing that. Because they don't have all the, hey, we've got to put this thing out to bid, and then we've got 20 different contractors, and then 50 different you know, organizations are dipping their hands in the pile, and we're paying 12 times as much as we should. None of that shit exists in China. The government just says, we need this built, and they get it done. One positive thing about communism, I suppose. Not that I would ever advocate for that system here. No way. But when you need a hospital built, or you need a ramp up in production, that's how you do it. Yeah. It's like that. So they've been ramping up production of intercontinental ballistic missiles. That is not a specialty that they have. The usage and the, because a lot of those are underground. We've been doing that for decades. We have a lot of intercontinental ballistic missiles, but they're all in missile silos that are underground. Speculation is, is that China was sending, they're trying to get an idea. So one thing that you also have to look at China's history of, uh, let's just call this intellectual property theft. This is one of the biggest problems that people have when manufacturing over China is that China then creates a, a replica of that and sells it for super cheap mm. because they're probably creating it in the exact same factory that, say, for example, you see this with bikes. I mean, the bike I ride, I've got these, you know, 50 millimeter deep dish carbon wheels and they work great. And I got them for, oh gosh, man, maybe $595. If I were to throw a zip, which is a big brand in cycling, if I were to throw a zip sticker on those, one wheel would be 1800 bucks. Mm. One. Wow. So that is a massive undercut, but the carbon fiber is, you know, it's legit. It's not like they're throwing plastic out there. The quality still has to be good. You're just not paying for all the brand and all that other stuff because most of those things are being manufactured overseas. So China's really good at intellectual property theft. This is why a lot of businesses were very pro-Trump in the beginning. It's because he promised to be tough on China right. and get much stronger on, on all the problems that were going on over there. So if you look at that pattern of behavior and they're starting to ramp up distribution or, you know, manufacturing, I probably said distribution earlier, but it's manufacturing of intercontinental ballistic missiles. Then they want to get a better idea of how to do it. Since we do it really well, one way to do that, because this balloon was on a track over DOD sites, missile sites that are known. You can see them from right. Google Earth. Right. That's one possibility. That makes logical sense. Yeah. There's others out there too. But, but they got the data, right? So once they shoot it down, it's done. But I would imagine that data is being transmitted right back to China. Let me tell you exactly where China gets all their data. TikTok. Yeah. So why I won't ever fucking get on that platform. <laughs> you, on the other hand, all yeah. day long. And I know somebody right now that's watching why. this on TikTok. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's going to be on TikTok. Yeah. It's going to yeah. totally be on yeah, TikTok. Yeah. That's a good clip. Yeah. Hit that one up, Julian. So, like, <laughs> that's why the podcast is blowing up, though. Right. So, what do you do with that? Because we have a huge Chinese audience. No, it's not the Chinese audience. Oh, okay. I thought we did. They're going to learn a lot about our culture because of Savers of the Metaverse. No. The Chinese are influencing our culture via TikTok. Yes, but they're also seeing how we all operate and how we communicate with one another. For sure. Through saviors of the metaverse. Yes. Get that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, they've gotten a lot of insight on meta. They've learned about meta, like the deep channel that no one ever thought. It's no coincidence that you and I have both been getting emails and phone calls regularly from the People's Republic of China <laughs> for consulting work. Yeah. It's no shock. I think you just nailed why. I mean, what do you do with that? They got a big checkbook. Well, yeah. You say yes. You say yes. And you sell your soul. Yeah. Yeah. You sell out. Right. Because the lifeblood of America is capitalism. Mm. And where there's an opportunity, you seize it. Yeah. Which is TikTok. No, I'm not going to get on that platform. Okay. You're on it. 
<laughs> I show up on it. Yeah. Should we not be on there? Would you rather? I have that dilemma. In all seriousness, probably. Reality is, man, we give our data away on every single platform. This one's different. It is different. Yeah. I mean, their user agreements are crazy. Their user agreements actually cross over into non-users, mm. which does become a bit problematic. Have you been reading their user agreement? Have you read their user agreement? I probably it's should. Fucked up. Yeah. Why not? Why don't you, you should just ask chat GPT. Well, I don't know. That's, they only go back to 2019. Can we share their user agreement? Terms of Sermon, user agreement, TikTok careers. Yeah. Go in there and say top 10 sketchy things in the TikTok user agreement. Jeez. We are really signing our lives away with these people. Yeah. Sketchy. Hey, but look, America loves to entertain itself. Yeah. Right. It's motivating though. There's good content on there. Yeah. Well, I mean, my wife's Instagram feed, for example, oh, is so entertaining to me. I don't ever really get on Instagram because I never really use it. I mean, we just use it to post videos and things like that. She knows how to... Same with Facebook. My wife does not have a Facebook account. She just uses mine for various things. I use Facebook primarily for Marketplace. But I don't know where to find certain things on Facebook because I'm just not on there enough. Yeah. Well, I do know this. I do know when you watch TikTok, uh -huh. it's looking at your face. So if you smile, if you laugh, it senses that. So it gives you more of that content. Yep. Any sort of emotion, that's how they get you. Of course. So they, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. That's something to really think about. Cover up your camera on TikTok and just see like, how does that change the algorithm? Well, you can change the algorithm. Like just go in a different directions for a while. Sure. And you can switch it up. Biometric data. Yeah. They just gave themselves permission to collect biometric data. 100%. Yeah. Mm. Geolocation. Yeah. So I did read this. The guy who re reverse engineered TikTok. Uh -huh. And when you read the article, and I've read two of these things like, get off of it. Yeah. To your point. I do think it's, you know, you shouldn't be on it. Yeah. I certainly don't think your kids should be on it. Yeah. They should absolutely get the fuck off TikTok. Mm. Yeah. And did the article, did you pull up? Does there like a list of here's the reasons why? I mean, who's going to go through and read the entire user agreement? But some of the highlights, but they're all on it. So all these people though. I know it's brilliant. Joe Rogan. I don't know that he's on TikTok. Mm. Well, and here's the thing, a guy like Joe Rogan, I mean, he's everywhere anyway. Right. That's a different animal altogether. It's the everyday users that's a little more concerning. Mm. Here we go. It's going to start popping up. All right, what we got? Sorry, that's copyright oh. protected. Oh yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> but maybe he's not. Let's see. Joe. Jeez. That's from the newsroom. Are you going to pull up Joe Rogan talking about TikTok? I just want to see if he's users. He's got to be on here. Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah, his company might be on there. Well, yeah, but that's him. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, somebody else is creating all that stuff, which is fine. Mm, J-R-E. That's his. I don't think for a second that that's not his actual TikTok. But it's possible it's not because the email is jrepodcasttiktok at gmail.com. Oh, yes. You know Any what I'm saying? Like, at gmail.com. Because it's not verified. Oh, okay. Well, if it's not verified, it's probably I could, You or I could pull the content and make... We're not doing it, Joe. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Joe Rogan official? I would be surprised if he is on TikTok. I've heard him talk several times about how fucked up that is. Yeah. I mean, his thing is Spotify. Yeah, it doesn't have the blue check mark. Yeah, okay. So, I mean... It's probably bullshit. Lex Friedman, 61,000 followers, but I don't think it's him. So you have a blue check mark? Official account, post by our team. It doesn't, but that... Yeah, if it's post by your team. Yeah. Again, it's when you as a person, as an individual, like Eric Kazimov's mm. personal TikTok, mm. that's a problem. Because your personal data, again, I'm not talking about where you live, where you go, where you, I mean, that stuff is important, but 
your behavior, your actions, all of that data. And let me also throw this out here too. Collecting mass amounts of data and making sense of that data in a way that's actionable are two completely different things. Right. Mass collection is one, which everybody gets up in arms about. Like, oh no, they're going to use this to do this and manipulate and so on. You also have to know where the capacity, yeah, where it currently is, where it drops yeah. off. Like in everything, it's the 60-40 rule. My perspective on things is informed by, say, maybe I'm 60% chance I'm right, but there's 40% of information that I just don't have access to that could make everything, I think, completely wrong. Right. I'm always open to that. But in its current form right now, the capacity, the ability to make sense of all the data that's being collected doesn't exist. But that's where technologies like OpenAI, ChatGPT can help to make sense of that. Because it's looking for logical patterns of behavior. And if you have a sense-making machine of that behavior, yeah. you can start to reverse engineer. You can start to manipulate. Yeah. Should we get off TikTok? Should everyone get off TikTok? Well, I wouldn't use your personal information. I yeah. would just use a generic account yeah. that's not tied to you personally, but that can represent your company. Yeah. But without giving up company data. Good luck. Mm. That's all I'm saying. You trust. Here you go. I'm sorry. Yeah, do, no, do it. Meta, Facebook, Instagram. I don't trust any of the social media companies. Okay. But I also don't think that there's this nefarious intent with all of them. It's how we're incentivized. It's how they're incentivized. Oil is data. Data is oil, right? That's the thing that makes the money. It's also why Facebook got screwed or screwed itself by making their ad model so dependent on mobile technology. Yeah. Right. When Apple put that guard up, you know, for trackers and everything else, that really did hurt. That yeah. hurt Facebook. So what they're really trying to do, and this is the whole thing with the metaverse, is if you can become that engine where everything goes, then an Apple or a Microsoft, a phone or somebody, a company's policy can't stop. They can't stop your revenue stream. Yeah. The Atlantic has an article. This is from November. The age of social media is ending. It never should have begun by Ian Bogast. I have no idea who that is. I don't either. I just said his name because it's kind of a cool last name. It is a cool last name. Bogost. Yeah. Are we uh, saying it right? I don't know. B-O-G-O-S-T. Bogost? B-O-G-O-S-T. Bogost. Bogost? Let's go no. with Bogost. I don't like Bogost. Bogost. You call him Bogost, I'll call him Bogost. Okay. And then we'll, we'll let him Ian. contact us and correct us. Yeah, he should be on our podcast. I know. I'd like to have this conversation because create content, right? You have a podcast. You got to get it out there. Of course. Social media is one of the easiest ways to get it out there. Yeah. Send in an email newsletter. Another yeah. way to do it. But you can't just send an email if you don't have an email list. Sure. People do it. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of emails every day and they do not have access to my email. Yeah. They're scraping it. Yep. And I know how they're doing that. Yep. On LinkedIn. Uh -huh. Yeah. Anyway, you go to a website and a lot of people, their email addresses are there. It takes time to go and pull it. Anyway, right. some of the best content you come across has just been shared. Somewhere you just come across it, someone shared it, check out this article. Uh -huh. It's good stuff. But nowadays, social media is the way and it's the way to get found. So there was a book that this guy wrote. This is through TikTok. The book was written, took him 14 years to write it. Okay. Goes on for sale. No one buys it. I mean, people bought the book, but no one really bought the book. Many years. Oh, wait, wait. People bought the book, but they didn't really buy the book? Did they buy it? It wasn't numbers? like the book was never sold. It was on Amazon. Okay. So very few sales. I don't know what the number is. Gotcha. Oh, but it went on Kindle Direct Unlimited. I, whatever. Possibly. Right. Okay. Right? 
Sure. Yeah, I think it is under. Yeah. The daughter posts a video of the father. Mm-hmm. It's like a 15, 20 second video. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is today. It had 33 million views. Okay. The book becomes book sold on Amazon, number seven overall. Okay. Number one for serial killer novels because of the video on TikTok. Without that TikTok video, no one knows about the book. Yeah. That's crazy, right? That's where the moral dilemma comes in. Moral dilemma. Thank you. Yeah. That's yeah. where it comes in. Like we were talking about with the app store. Convenience over cost. In this situation, it's the reach, which is really becomes convenient. But this is a decision that we make all the time with any social media or any user agreement that we sign up for. Yeah. Yes, of course, I accept the terms, not knowing what those terms are. Like when I use an iPhone or any new service, I know they're collecting a massive amount of data. Yeah. And I just resigned to that. I'm not unaware of it. But I'm also consciously making that decision because I'm putting convenience. Because part of me also realizes too that you have to work really hard to not have your data yeah. just handed over. And even then, right? Scraping. Yeah. Somebody can just scrape the data. Yeah. I mean, the tools are available for us to... I mean, there was a tool I used to use for LinkedIn. But one of the options was to... It would just scrape. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's kind of messed up. I didn't use that option. You know, pat me on the back. Mm. Just because I would hate for that to happen to me. Uh, Yeah. But then it happened to me. Yeah. So now, if anything goes to that old email that I know is the LinkedIn email, Mm. I know exactly where it's coming from. Yeah. And it just goes into its own separate folder. Yeah. So anyway. What do we do with all that? I would like to be off all of it. Like, I think that would be useful. Yeah. Just like you go cold turkey and just delete your accounts and move on. Right. And that's a good idea. Like, if you're going to, if you're going to get off of it, also take it off of your phone. For sure. I'm just saying, if you're in the content production business. Right. You can't necessarily do that. Yeah. This isn't about how social media is evil. It's just understand the arrangement that you have with these companies. Right. Understand the arrangement that you're getting into. Now, I'm not saying read through the entire user agreement because the reality is those things are made so that you don't. You're like, oh God, no one reads that shit except for you. Except for the future. Well, what's cool now though is with AI, Mm. take the user agreement, right? Dumb it down. Yeah. Yeah. Just put it into Jasper or even chat Mm. GPC and say, hey, summarize this for me. Do you work for Jasper? No. Yeah. Sounds like it. Ah, I keep giving them my money every month and I do not utilize that thing. Yeah. I think you and I should just take a week mm. and all we do is just fuck just around Jasper. Jasper. Burn up yeah. all the credits That's we can we in do. that month. Yeah. And then just, just to see if it's actually worth it. Mm. And then we can tweet about it. We'll have Jasper create tweets for us about yeah, it. Yeah. like that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's very good. You don't own that. No, I don't. Content. No, like when Jasper spits out the content. You do own it. You do own it. Yeah, it's not like you're going to put it out there and then Jasper's one day going to come back and say, that's actually ours. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might, but why would they do that? I don't know. Yeah. It'd be really petty of them to do that. It's going to be interesting. Well, when you think of ChatGPT, just to go full circle here. Yeah. When they give you the answers, they're not linking to where that source is from. Right. Right now, if I do that and I go to Google and I do a search and it tells me, talk about headphones last yeah. time tells me what are the best headphones for podcasting, let's say. It's not these ones, by the mm-hmm. way. But anyway, they're close. They're close like fourth. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. That's when you know somebody's not listening to. Yeah, mm-hmm. these headphones are amazing. More yeah. the best. Okay. You click the ad yeah. and you pay the company and Google gets... Everyone wins. Everyone of gets course. paid. But when you go to chat GPT, that's not how it works. No. So they got to figure that out. Well, I mean, if you're using ChatGPT for search, or most people aren't. Maybe you don't have to figure it out to say, 
the world changed. One day we used to advertise on televisions. Uh-huh. Then we went and we advertised on a search engine. So that shit changed. Well, maybe there's going to be a way to advertise on ChatGPT, but it's not going to be the old way. Yeah. So think about it like this. I'll refer back to Jasper only because that's the only thing that I really use. And I don't know yeah. if ChatGPT has this, but there's a button you can switch on there if you're using Jasper Chat, which is ChatGPT. Yeah. It just says include Google search. Now, when you include Google search, and if you ask it a question, it does come up with the links. Okay. It'll describe something and then come up with the links. Like the other day, I was trying to get it to give me different synonyms for certain words for a program that we're building. Yeah. And so it created those. And then it had three links. One was to the thesaurus. Yeah. And other stuff. But if I didn't click on that, it may have just given me synonyms with no references. Okay. Yeah. But a lot of those have a built-in... What's it called? Plagiarism checker. Yeah. I'm just talking about the money. I'm talking about the the monetization that people have been living with on Google for so long. Yeah. And someone getting paid. Well, here's the thing. Old habits die hard. Yeah. Right? So right now you have an interesting toy. But I think ChatGPT 3, you know, and even 4, its real value still has yet to be defined. Mm. Right. So you, you see all these kinds of things that happen when a new technology hits. You've got this excitement spike. Yeah. A lot of media coverage. Yeah. A lot of hype. Then it crashes and burns. Yeah. Metaverse is a good example. NFTs. NFTs. No. You know? They're still big. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's still a market for all that too, but you're not getting all the hype and the media attention because, yeah. I mean, of just the bombing, like Sam Bankman Freed. Was it GFX? Oh, the company? Yeah, the company. Yeah, and all the celebrities got in trouble. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, he was a big donor to the Democratic Party, too, so you had the political uh, wing in this. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And it was just I didn't one big Ponzi scheme. Okay, nice. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure the Republicans have something like that, too. Yeah. Right? But all that said is that you have that big spike, and then it crashes. Metaverse, yeah. same thing. Metaverse is lost. I mean, Zuckerberg's lost billions. Hmm. Because, again, who gives a fuck about flavors in a digital world? Yeah. You can't actually taste them. But <laughs> you can in the real world. Yeah. I don't know. But again, when you think about the steps... Okay, it's just branding. It's the fact that Coke has a drink in the metaverse. So when I'm gaming or I'm doing whatever I'm doing, I got my soda next to me. I'm good. Yeah. Do you call it pop or soda? Because you're not from Ohio. I mean... I mean, from... Kind of. Well, I've now lived the majority of my life in the Southeast. Western New York's pop. I'm a military kid, man. I moved around everywhere. The first time I stepped in the Southeast, though, was when I was 15 years old. Mm. That was a culture shock because it was in Columbus, Georgia. Fort yeah. Benning. Yeah. That's a whole nother podcast, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. So you were in Fort Benning. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. And Columbus. That novel that I gave you? Or that you bought? You bought the book. I did. Yeah. And you gave me a free hard copy. He was in Fort Benning. Well, yeah. I mean, that's basic training. It's also where Ranger School is. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. He did his research. He did. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Fort Benning is, I think it's the world's largest military installation. Not by troop size. I think that's Fort Bragg. Anyway, none of that matters here. Yeah. Columbus is a shithole. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. And the Wall Street Journal, I think, had them listed in the top 10 worst places to live. Columbus, Georgia. Really? Yeah. Or is it top 10 most depressing cities? Look at that. Man, up. that's like interesting. You got to look it up now. My wife's from Columbus, Georgia. So thank God she never wanted to move back there. Top 10 most depressing? Yeah. Top 10 depressing cities in the US. Yeah. You can't do that in the other country because you get canceled. Oh, we just a second mention of Montana today. Billings, Montana is number one. Well, it's dark and cold there a lot. The most depressed cities. Is that the same thing? Is that economically depressed? Because that's... Billings, Montana, Kingsport, Bristol, Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee. What? Madison, Wisconsin's up there. 
Boise, Idaho's on there. That's from the hill. So there's always leans. It was a couple of years ago. I mean, and Columbus was on there. Here's a good one. The most miserable cities in America. That's probably the one it's on. According to residents. Mm. Oh, you can't. What, do they want you to pay? You got to know. You got to do pages. So stupid. Dalton, Georgia. Oh. Morristown, Tennessee. Fort Smith, Arkansas. Jacksonville, North Carolina. All right, I'm going to go to page 11 because that's yeah. going to be the top. Sumner, South Carolina, number three. Okay. Farmington, New Mexico, two. Pine Bluff, Arkansas, number one. I mean, I'm sure you can find it. Yeah, there's probably publications Sorry. with different... You can skew, like, you just find it, yeah, right? just it's type in Columbus, Columbus Georgia. Georgia. The most depressing city. People thought they liked it there. Seventh most miserable city. Boom. Columbus ranks in the top 10 most miserable cities. Columbus lifts itself up no longer among most miserable cities. Oh, well, in that case, we should talk positively about yeah. it. <laughs> I will say this, though. They have really done a good job. Look at me. I'm pivoting. You know why? Because I just got influenced by <laughs> yeah. the media. Yeah. No, I mean, because my mother-in-law lived there before she passed, and we'd go down there all the time. They actually have done a really good job with their Greenway Trail systems, yeah. linking Fort Benning mm. all the way up to the north side of Columbus into yeah. Harris County. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That's right. Yeah. So they've done a really yeah. good job there. Yeah. But there's still a big, it's very I... much a small town, you know, where you've got old money. Yeah. You've got very rich and poor. You don't have a real middle class. Yeah. And then, of course, without Fort Benning, you know, you got two big corporations there. That's Aflac and then Synovus. That's good that they got Aflac's a big company. What is city council? Not city council. When you like, you network with the town and they have, and they do a lot of things for the city. What's that called? The Chamber of Commerce. Thank uh, you. I think the Columbus, Georgia Chamber of Commerce should become our first sponsor of this podcast. No, I don't think they would do yeah. that. I think <laughs> they'd be like, that. boy, yeah. they don't need us. Well, there's a whole thing that came out about host reading ads on the uh-huh. podcast and that they don't actually like or use the product that they're right. selling. And so they're misleading their audience. SEC's calling them out on it now. Interesting. So I don't know what they're going to do with it because that's never been discussed. So yeah. it's like, well, I use this mattress and this mattress makes me sleep 12 hours a night. Yeah, I've wondered about that too on some of the podcasts I listen to. Comedians. And they get paid a lot of money. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that's the whole point is like you could, could say, hey, I love Columbus, George. And then they'd go back to episode, what is this, maybe 20, I think. Yeah. But I pivot. I did a pivot. I did a little. You did. I, I saw pivoted. that. Yeah. What is this episode? I'm going to tell you in two seconds. Oh, I can't. 18, 19. This would be 20. I love Congratulations. That. Congratulations. Did you, you think too. we'd get here? Yes. Because <laughs> what else are we going to do? Right? I don't know. A lot of things. That is true. Opportunity cost. Yeah. We could have done anything. We could have. And we did save the mess. Metaverse. We did. Yeah. Yeah. So what else were we talking about? Yeah. We we're just talking about podcast hosting, but yeah, growth in numbers. Our podcast is growing. I like that. I wonder why. Is it TikTok though? I mean, no, I love that Kaz is getting more. No, it's okay. We can do whatever you want to do. I mean, we're doing this on the back of Cassource. I mean, Cassium. What happened? Cassource. No, it's, I was just trying to log in to see some numbers, but it's not letting me. So yeah, well, that's how that is. That's good. There's a lot of tools. We have too many tools today. There are too many tools. Oh, yeah. We want to do ASMR. ASMR. I've found out the definition audio, stereo, monkey, raptor. You hear that? Somebody eating a carrot. That's a Oh, is that a bunny eating a carrot? That's my dog eating an apple. Oh. And so it sounded like we we're cracking up because it sounded like it. So I was telling them how you're in ASMR. I'm not into it. <laughs> I make fun of it. I'm not into it. I'm not, yeah. I'm not into it. 
Ah, uh, <laughs> that's the worst sound. This is for the audience. <laughs> Somebody out there is like, wow, I want to sleep to that. <laughs> Put me to sleep, Jared. <laughs> Go slower. Lights out. <laughs> Lights out. <laughs> that right there will put somebody to sleep. Wow. Unlike this podcast. Yeah. This podcast just keeps going. I don't know. I got nothing. You got everything, good. man. I do. But. You know what you got? You've got my attention. Yeah. And my friendship. I've got a friend. You do. I've got a friend in me. Yeah. Yeah. I've done most of the talking in this podcast. It sure feels that way. And I hate that. Do you? Not really. I love yeah, that. Yeah. It's important for me to say that I hate that. What are the percentages, you think? 20 episodes in. Let's do 6352. <laughs> I think those are good numbers. Yeah, those add up. Those add up. Yeah. Those add up. That's right. You know that video I just showed you? This is so funny. So my, I think my kids do that TikTok channel for the dogs. Uh-huh. Um, there's a song in the background, but there's no music being played. So what they do is they use a Miley Cyrus song because it's trending on TikTok. Uh-huh. So if you use the song, people go to the song, the video would come up. That's a little hack. That's I guess. a little hack. Yeah. yeah. A little hacky hack. Because it's Miley Cyrus. I don't understand. Yeah. Was something really positive about today for me is that I think that we came up with, well, really, I came up with, and you entertained my stupidity, but I'm going to cut you in on the deal. Okay. The sports metaverse. Yeah. 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 New it's one. really good. Yeah. Where the player is the game. Yeah. I mean, I'm coming up with some good shit. That's the name of it. The player is the game. But is it the real player or is it a fake? It's not Deshaun Watson. It's like... No, it's a virtual version of Deshaun Watson. With Sean Dotson. With Sean Dotson. Exactly. We all know who it is, right? But do we? Yeah. What if he's a preacher in that game or something else? Look at a good guy. Okay, well, no. These are great questions. Okay, thank you. I do want to compliment you on your questions here. These are great questions because the whole point of the game is to influence his behavior. Yeah. There's going to be some sinister actors that instead of getting 64 massages they want him to get 164 massages. And then there's going to be others who are like, you know what? We'd really like to see Deshaun Watson, who professes to be a man of faith. Yeah. We'd like to see him pursue the clergy. You now all of a sudden have cohorts yeah. that are all getting together because they, they believe that this is the best path for Deshaun Watson. Washan Dotson, I mean. <laughs> it's the best path for Washan Dotson. <laughs> That's good. Because they believe, you know, based on, and again, the algorithm, the AI will say, hey, look, these are things that he's professed publicly. This is his behavioral patterns. This is what we know. These are the predictive analytics for how Deshaun Watson might, you know, mm. behave in a certain situation. Deshaun Dotson, Dotson, excuse me. <laughs> and then you're going to have cohorts of people. It's like setting up circles or groups, you know, and say, hey, you know, we all want him to, like they get to manipulate somebody's career path in life. That is the, alt- oh my God, this is great. Do not air this episode. No, we have to. We can't. It's okay. Okay, all this stuff no. right now is copywritten. If anybody fucking takes it, <laughs> yeah. all right, we're yeah. going to file this thing however we need to do that. <laughs> yeah. Call the lawyer lock. Patent. Chat GPT will take care of us. No, but think about this. This is really great. I think this is really great. Maybe nobody out there will think it's great and then we can do it. There's always doubters. You'll find the hater. Oh, of course. I hope we attract some do haters. Do you know what this sounds like though? A little bit? Pinocchio. The story of Pinocchio. I haven't seen the new Pinocchio, but I've heard it's a little demented. The original Pinocchio is oh, the is... most demented movie I think I've ever seen. That's pretty perverse. My daughter and I watched it during COVID. We were getting ready to watch a movie about a boy who lies. That's not what the movie's about at all. No. Like, yeah, it's there's about a certainly boy who's kidnapped. Yeah. And going in different directions. And then his creator gets taken by the whale and then he's got to go to the depths of the sea and go yeah. take on the beast. Like, there's child labor and human trafficking. Like, 
that movie's scary as shit. Yeah, but it was relevant to the times. Yeah. Some sick shit going on. Yeah. Well, Guillermo del Toro redid but it. With Sean Dotson is out in the open and yeah. all these different influences are coming to him and taking him and going and take I mean Well, exactly. And here's the thing. It's the ultimate narcissistic mm. bait for a famous person that so many people would be invested in that person's life trajectory. Yeah. Boom. Players the game. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on this. Yeah. I'm serious about not airing this part of the... No, this I'm, for subscribers. It's all right. No, it's good. Because you've just done it. Dude. I'm tired of giving people advice. I just want to make my own shit now. No, it's good. You come up with ideas. This is an idea podcast. Yeah. This is really good. We can create the IP somehow. So if anyone learns anything from this, we automatically have access to whatever they created. Well, that's where the skill set of foresight comes in handy. Yeah. A lot of assholes did that. Mm. I think Microsoft did that a lot. They would ideate um, possibilities over 10 to 15 years based on what they saw and potential implications of that and things that they thought could really stick and there's a high probability for, but still a lot of area of uncertainty. They'd file patents on the idea. Oh, wow. And then somebody would actually go out and do the hard work, come up with it and they'd go, oh, that's ours. We know that idea. They did that shit? Yeah, some asshole moves, man. Well, I know like Facebook or Google, like if you work there mm -hmm. and they say, go do whatever you do. You're a smart guy, Jared. Yeah. You know, or whoever. Right. Yeah, it'd be Nared. Jared Nichols, like yeah. Nared Jickles. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So Nared would go out there and he would create a lot of this good stuff. Yeah. And Google would say, thank you. That's Appreciate right. that. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming up with that search engine idea. That one's going to work out one. for us. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the guy I saw something about or heard something about the guy who had developed fracking, hydraulic mm. fracking, mm. worked for, I don't remember the company. It may have been the federal government. Sure. But that's become a multi-billion dollar industry. Uh, yeah, that's the Buffalo Bills owner. That's where he made his money. Yeah. Fracking. George P. Mitchell. Is that the guy? I don't know. That's the first yeah. name that came up. He didn't make shit. Father of fracking. Why yeah. do they call him the fracking father? I don't know. I don't know. It's trying to be funny. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's not that good. Experimentally in Kansas to extract natural gas from limestone. Mm -hmm. That's some good shit yeah, he you can learn. He the, what, Department of Energy? Absolutely. Nah. Who are the pioneers? George Mitchell was a Texas oil and gas man. Created America's growing energy independence. Touted by politicians. So, sure. Yeah. You know, the guy that owns the company where fracking was developed, obviously he's going to get all the fanfare. Yeah. But I remember hearing something about the guy that actually developed it inside the company. And he knew full well he wasn't going to, you know, that was his job. Mm. Did he walk away with billions? I nope. don't know. Hopefully he got a pension. Yeah. He didn't make him money. power, man. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. What is that noise that you're doing there? Like closing your lips hard in it. Fight the power. <laughs> that, what if that was it? And there's no gum. No gum. No it's gum. Just, yeah, that's it. The closing. That makes things very awkward in a meeting. <laughs> he just randomly like started doing ASMR with a microphone and a speaker. Yeah, but it wouldn't, now wouldn't those be interesting the guy, guy starts falling asleep. Corporate meetings, everybody's around the board. Uh, or everybody's around the table. So we terrible. all have microphones. All for the same purpose of not talking over each other, which clearly doesn't work for us. Yeah. Me in particular. Yeah. Please apologize to your daughter. I do remember you telling me that it really upset her that I would talk over you. Oh, that's right. There was... I'm, I'm really sorry. There's a clip. Yeah. Does she didn't like that? Yeah. That's kind of how we do it. Yeah. That's how Nared is who Nared is. Or was. That's right. Nared was going to be. Yeah. With Sean Dotson. <laughs> You're excited about this. Oh, dude, this is a great idea. Yeah. 
You need some coders, though. You need some people who know how to create something in the metaverse. I bet Julian knows how to do it. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. If not, he knows somebody. Yeah, who knows somebody. Let's get it done. Okay. Why are we fucking around with the podcast? I don't know. Let's go create a product. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I like that. Three million of these things. Podcasts. Damn right. 3.02 million. But you know what? Most of those podcasts that exist, they haven't been updated. I know. Mine hasn't been updated in well over a year. Which one? The New Futures podcast. Okay. Well, then you got the other one. That one, yeah. It's been a year. I think we should go all in on saviors. I think so too. Yeah. I think this is where the action is. Okay. This is where my happiness is though. So that's the action for me. I like that. You know where you're happy? Stay there. Yes. Drinking Coca-Cola in the metaverse. Is Pepsi going to do one? They have to. Well, yeah. You know, one stupid idea needs competition. For sure. Peeps flavored Pepsi is coming to us. That was the first thing that just showed up. Because Peeps is just gross anyway. But I also like licorice, so. Because the holiday's coming up. Easter. Pepsi in the metaverse. Not the Philippines. (laughs) Huh? Yeah, that's just Google. Google's just trying to predict what I'm going to say. So different than ChatGPT. Oh, geez. Is Pepsi in the metaverse? Does Pepsi... Yeah, they have NFTs. They create a lot of music, right? Pepsi? Pepsi creates music? They own, don't they? I don't know. They sponsor. Pepsi throws virtual concert in China's metaverse. So they have their own metaverse. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. I would really be interested in seeing like the dissident movements in Chinese metaverse. Yeah. Okay. So I got it. I got it. Because there's a lot of dissidents in China. You only hear about it. China does a good job suppressing a lot of that, man. But there are tons of protests and dissidents in that country. And more power to them, man. You know? I've asked you some questions. (laughs) Oh, great. No, they've gone well in this podcast. Thank you. Would you rather? And I'm going to combine some would you rathers. It was like... If you had to go, the whole question was, would you go to the metaverse? Or would you go to Mars? You're like, who the fuck would go to Mars, right? right okay. So yeah, the whole conversation. Then we talk about, I asked you a question of like buying real estate in the metaverse. You're right. Like, it's a terrible idea. Yeah. You had to, because there's a whole thing about if we go elsewhere, go to another planet, Okay. no one owns that. So you can go buy real estate on Mars, mm-hmm. right? So that's one option, which you already decide like who the fuck would want to go there right? and who would want to buy real estate in the metaverse, but you have to buy real estate in one of the two Severe places. Severe introverts would go to Mars. You don't have to go there. You have to buy real estate on Mars or real estate in the metaverse. Like have to choose one. Futurist. Oh, well, that's a great question. That's a good one. Because what I'm thinking about is short and long-term, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to do one. So it's okay, kind of so you have to. So it's not about which is going to give you the highest ROI. Here's $100 million. I'd buy real estate on Mars. If profit motive and ROI is not an issue, yeah. I'd buy it on Mars. Because what's fucking cooler than owning <laughs> okay. a plot of rock on another planet? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. That is the coolest. Yeah. Buying it in the metaverse <laughs> is just like playing into some tech nerd's weird ass dream. Mm. Not Mark. Some other tech nerd. Yeah. Not Mark. Not you, Mark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If you're talking about like short-term ROIs and things like that, sure. But I just think it's silly right now to buy real estate in the metaverse. So it's more of a humility or lack of humility play. Like It's an ego play. Well, I... Would your Twitter profile say, your TikTok profile could say, owner of... That's a fictitious scenario. Yeah. I'm not going to have a TikTok profile. Yeah. Instagram, your I IG. I honored though if somebody made Put that a fake account LinkedIn. of me. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Because I was like, look, China's picking up on all their data and it's not me. Mm. 
right, I'm sorry. I, no, that's right. your other question. No that, no, that was the question. That was the question. That was it. Okay. Mm, these are really good questions. Okay. Mm, here's one. So let's think about the metaverse. Okay. I listened to this really interesting interview that Lex Friedman did the other day with, I guess she's a psychologist, sex researcher, sex worker. Her name's Ayla. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Never heard of her before. But it's really hear. interesting because they're really talking about human behavior. And she has apparently like the largest sample size for various things. Now, again, her focus is on human sexuality and everything else like that, which is, you know, it's like, oh my God, that's so inappropriate. But the fact is, I mean, that's a massive part of who we are. I mean, hell, you and I wouldn't be here if it wasn't, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Look, the, you're yeah, okay. like, geez. Don't worry, I'm not going to get into the details of the <laughs> conversation, except that it was a very thoughtful conversation and just really interesting. So they started to talk about marriage, right? You know, and some of the conversations in marriage are, oh, monogamy, polyamory, open marriages, all that type of stuff. This is not a commentary on any one of those things. But you think about the metaverse. I guarantee you that the metaverse starts to take off the way that it very well could. Yeah. You know, this crash and burn of where it's at now is just because it's in its early form. Yeah. I mean, something else is going to rise from this. And remind me to come back to this about what I think it's going to take for the metaverse to be successful because I will forget okay. in this podcast. And there's a very good chance that it's really not all that profound. But for me, at least in my own ego, you need to get I really that out. be able to share it. Okay, get I back. mean, just like, you know, with Sean Dotson, yeah. because the player is the game. This is the other thing that I think can really change yeah. the game here. Okay, so coming back to this here, <laughs> what does, if you've got the metaverse and you've got real world and people are buying fictitious real estate, or I guess real estate that's not, you know, tangible real estate, you're basically creating an entire other life inside of another world in reality. How does real life marriage or relationships, let's just say relationships, yeah. how does that work? Yeah. Can you be polyamorous in the metaverse? Right. Are you, would you be considered polyamorous if your wife's like, hey, look, you can have an open relationship with me mm. in the metaverse? Yeah. Because there's no actual physical contact in the metaverse. Yeah. Not yet. What do the courts say? So divorce happens and they say he or she is cheating. Mm -hmm. I want a divorce for these reasons. They're not giving me attention. Yes. But it, like, who's the person? Well, well, I don't know. The courts rule on precedent. The precedent's already been set for this in a way. Okay. Back in, gosh, man, 2011 or so, it was in Japan. I believe it was a, a wife. I'm going to mess the story up, but you know, you could look it up. But essentially, she stole her husband's digital assets because he was having an affair. I believe, I, again, some of the details of this, I'm probably messing this up. The end result was this. She destroyed his digital assets or she stole them. And he sued her for that. And it held up in a court of law that she owed him, that she took, they treated it like her taking actual property or destroying actual property that was not hers. So all of a sudden, there's now a precedent for digital assets as being an actual tangible thing okay. that's not a tangible thing. You see, like it's Bitcoin, something like that? Maybe. It was a digital asset. It was something that he decided to sue her for because she either sold it off or she destroyed it or something. I, again, yeah. I screwing up the details here, but the end result was is that there's now legal precedent. So coming back to this about divorce, is it cheating if you have a girlfriend in the metaverse? Mm. Seems like it would be. Well, it brings it back down to the question of like, well, what is an affair? A lot of people think, well, is it sexual? Is it emotional? Well, yes, all those things, right? Yeah. See, here's the thing. To better understand the possibilities of a technology or say the metaverse or anything else like that, you always have to bring it back down to the human condition. What is it that humans are driven by? This mm. is why dumb fuckery, like coming up with flavors in the metaverse is just a flash in the pants, just a stupid gimmick. It means nothing. Yeah. Right? This is why also all these promises and these great techno predictions about the metaverse and, and you know, all this techno babble, 
it's why it means nothing because all they're doing is they're talking on top of one wild assumption that we're going to continue to have all kinds of free time to fuck around in non-reality, which is the only thing that makes a lot of these stupid gimmicks even somewhat viable. But that's a wild assumption. We don't have that kind of time right now. In fact, the more that technology gets integrated in our life, the more busy we are, Mm. the more dissatisfied we become. Well, sure, you might say, well, then now we can escape to the metaverse. Bullshit. It's just a replica of where we are now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So technology's success has to be meeting a deep need at the human level, especially today, because the surface level entertainment, we've exhausted that with social media. And with social media, we have trained an entire generation and really everybody who's on it to have very small attention spans. Yeah. So quick hit gimmicky things, maybe great for your, did I sell a new product? Wonderful. But if you're looking for something that's going to actually last, it has to speak to something very deep at the human level. Yeah. That's what the metaverse can ultimately become if it's going to have real legs, if it's going to be a place where you should buy real estate there and not Mars. It has to meet a deep human need. It honestly, I think, could have real success if it doesn't just try to replicate mobile phones or this is the next mobile phone. Oh, joy. You mean the thing that's creating insane levels of depression and suicide in teenage girls? Oh, yeah. Strap it to your face. Let's do that. That's a Mm -hmm. great idea. Yeah. It's a stupid idea. Yeah. That's good. That's my point is. Yeah. You want something to be successful. Technology, you want to see where the metaverse could potentially go. Constantly bring it back to what deep human need is this thing actually meeting? Not just what market need, because the reality is we don't fucking need it. We don't. Oh, it's a new way to be more interconnected. I mean, you know, all the same old crap that they used to say about social media. Sure, we've exhausted that narrative. Give me a new one. Yeah. If you can't give me a new one, it's just some new shiny object doing the same old shit, but in three dimensions and in cartoon... Sure, that might be interesting for a minute, but I wouldn't build a fucking business there. Yeah. I would build a podcast there, though. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. There you go. Yeah. And that's not a product. That is deep. The podcast is deep. Damn right. The conversation you have, the short snippets that you can pull from it to get a glimpse of Jared saying some shit Mm -hmm. for seven seconds, that bought me in. So then I go, listen. So sometimes I need that access to say, okay, it's the trailer for the movie. Right. Hold on. Are you saying you just now got bought into this podcast? No, yeah. And was it me that... (laughs) But that was good. And that was deep. Whatever you just said right there, I liked it. It felt right, but you had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah, no. Don't worry. No, I did. It felt right to me. I I had no idea what I was saying. No, I was there. I was with you there. I agree. I am. Here we are. Yeah. No. Tension span. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to say something? No, you can talk. What do you want to say? Well, you you got to the point I even wrote down, like, met at ways to be successful. I mean, you concluded your Uh, argument. You said it. Yeah. But there's one other piece of that. Okay. Add to it. From a technology standpoint, these are really great. And Mark, if you're listening, I'm still waiting on that loan. (laughs) But this time, I really think it should be more of a grant because I'm giving you some good shit here. I think for Meta, in particular, the company, Mm -hmm. For it to really kick off. The problem, I think one of the biggest problems they have is the headgear. The fact that you have to put uh, this thing on. Yes. Yeah, that's good. just, you know, it's also why I think augmented reality will trump virtual reality in the short term. A lot of people think that too, just because you want to feel grounded, still have some sense of reality. But real success in the metaverse is where that reality, it becomes, you know, and augmented reality tries to do it where you're merging the two, but 
where I think meta and anybody in this space where it will become more widely adopted is if it moves from the realm of technological being its primary function mm-hmm. to medical. And there's definitely a play on words, medical, anything like that. Yeah. But medical, right? Because if you need something that's going to alter your state of mind so that you believe that what you see is real, that you're actually getting a deep immersion and experience, it needs to be a medical procedure. Otherwise, if it's always like, I got to put these stupid goggles on, it's going to be lacking. Yeah. But if it's integrated, I mean, we have prosthetics, we have all these things. I mean, obviously, I know Elon's talking about Neuralink. That's fucking scary. Yeah. But I mean, it needs to be some type of medical device that is convenient, easy to use, and it just makes sense. Like we do everything on mobile because we pull it out of our pocket. Well, we're not going to do everything in VR if I have to lug around a stupid helmet. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or I'm going to sit there and just, I mean, you look like a jackass. I mean, I love yeah. all the promotional videos of people. Well, you don't, you can't do it for long enough because no, you get dizzy, it throws you off. Totally. Yeah. It does not calibrate to your own body, your own rhythm. Right. It doesn't, you need something that can calibrate to you. Yeah. Like a pair of sunglasses and they don't know that you're Even at Even that's too much. Yeah. I don't know. It needs to be. Like taking a pill. Snapchat had the snap glasses or whatever. Yeah, they got yeah, a that, real that for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like medical. Yeah, M-E-T-A. M-A-T or M-E-T-A. Yeah, like meta. Like M-E, like C-I-L. Or C-A-L. M-E-D-C-A-L. Oh, is it set? Is it? M-E-D-I-C-A-L is medical. It is. If you do. Meta C-A-L. Yeah. I need to buy that domain. Integrated soil and plant technology. That's not it though. Oh, somebody else. That's that a product. No, they don't. I don't see it. I'll figure that out, but that's a, you've got two businesses going here today. Damn right I do. I'm yeah. buy that fucking domain before this thing ever airs. Yeah. Med. Medical.com. I mean, it's definitely gone, right? No. .org. Could be an org. Wait, medical. Meta. C-A-L. Medical. Medical. Medical.io.com's taken. I.O. would be fine. That's... It's taken, but it might be available. Oh, no. Well, you can always find out if you actually go to the URL. Yeah, yeah. And if it just takes you to another domain hosting site, then you just buy it from them. Slow. They're buying it right now. It's who? Someone's buying it. Damn it. Yeah. We're not even live. TikTok. I had TikTok open. Oh, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. It's not working. Oh, I got a hit. Nope. This is crazy. It's never happened before. Just nothing. Nothing. I like it. It's just paused. Yeah. So, Medi-Cal. You can change it. You can do Medi-Kill, K-I-L. Safari can't open this page because the server is not found. But then that, that would have to be like some type of violent interaction yeah, in the metaverse. I get it. Although that would probably make a lot of money. Yeah. But I have moral standards for now. Could you live on in the metaverse? Well, again, Sean Dotson can live on in the metaverse. Deshaun's not here anymore. Right. Sean comes in. Yeah. We're not talking about his life and all that. I get it. People are going to okay. cancel us just for that. No. I don't give a fuck. Cancel me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cancel you for what? Yeah, seriously. I mean, I love cancellation. Oh, we're going to cancel this person. First of all, anybody who's big up on canceling and everything else, and I'll say this, okay, in real life, nobody fucking likes you. Okay. So you might feel really special and important and powerful because on digital, you could start to cancel somebody. Guess what? In real life, you're going to grow old, lonely, and sad and have a fucking terrible life. So you know what? Grow up, talk to some real people and, you know, have real conversations and debates. That's all I got to say about that. Okay. Yeah. That was serious. Yeah. Because it's so stupid. I just yeah. don't give a shit. And nobody, nobody gives a real shit. It was like episode two. You're like, I want to create outrage. I want to see what you're outraged about. That was good. I don't care. I don't give a shit. That's good. You know? Because here's the thing. If anybody was like, oh, I'm going to cancel Jay for that. Yeah. 
Oh, wait, were you just giving me a signal? No, I was saying outrage about the outrage. Outrage about the outrage. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't worry about any of this stuff with, you know, the people that hire me or folks that I interact with because I only want to interact with people who are actual people. Mm. You know, I don't want everybody to agree with me or disagree with me. But I also have noticed a lot. And again, I don't have to deal with this because I don't live in the corporate world. Working for myself is great. I work with a lot of corporate clients, but I get to leave. So I don't have to play around with all the politics and the eggshell walking and everything else because somebody's afraid that you're going to say something that could be taken the wrong way. And then it gets put out on social media. That's a real legit fear people have. I've been discovering that just from friends in my neighborhood. I'm like, that is insane. That's insane. It's dehumanizing. Mm. So I do not give a shit about cancellation. Yeah. I just don't. I think anybody who is up on that stuff, guess what? In the long term, you're going to crash and burn, be sad and lonely. If that's what you want, keep it up. <laughs> Seriously. It's yeah. how it all ends. Yeah. It's how it all ends. You don't win. Petty, nitpicky cancelers don't win. You never do. Bottom line. Yeah. I don't think they've made it to episode 20 of the show, being a canceler. I don't think they have the intention span to keep going. Yeah. The cancelees, though, I think they're here. The ones who have been canceled. That's yeah, what that means. and I bet they feel nice and liberated. Yeah. Good. Well, yeah. Then. Yeah. Now, on that note, <laughs> if you're a piece of shit asshole, I mean, just avoid them. That's it. Yeah. So on the same side, you got people that try to cancel because they're super offended by everything. But on the other side, too, is like, hey, you know, if you're a, an asshole and you're intentionally mean, guess what? Like in real life, what do you do? You avoid those people. Mm. I don't like them either. But I think they should all have the right to say whatever they want to. Yeah. And then I have the right to ignore them. Yeah. It's great. It's good. Yeah. I like it. That's right. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, you're welcome. That was good. Don't cancel that. I'll right. No, I'll cancel this podcast right now. Like the episode, just the show. Today. Just out of... Just this right now. Yeah. it's hour 39. We're good. Yeah. We've been going the distance. Yeah. That's you. You carried us today. Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's like just LeBron. been a lot. Yeah. I've been cloistered up. I know. Booting this whole program that we launched a few years ago. I was ago. excited just to get you to talk. I just want to hear you. Hear your voice again. In the real world. And you know, I wanted to hear my voice again. Too. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, we love podcasts. In fact, we love building podcasts, everything from development to production. Because of all that, we're building a one-of-a-kind podcast network. If you have a podcast or looking to launch a new podcast, then we should talk. You can message me on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz or hit us up any way that works for you. Let's talk about your podcast joining this one-of-a-kind podcast network.